Well, hello, everybody. It's the A to Z podcast. My name is Zach Jackson. Allow me to reintroduce myself. <laughs> this is this is my friend, Andre Knott. I haven't seen him in months, spoken to him in years. Um, how you doing? I'm all right. My name is Andre Knott. I stand about five foot eight on a good day. I'm out of Akron, Ohio. Uh, usually you can see me six months out of the year uh, at a baseball game around the, the American League and National League. But in the offseason, you can see me usually at kids sporting events wearing a hoodie trying to hide as I'm embarrassed by all the white people. Not even though, no, by all the parents. <laughs> oh, that's not that part's not getting any better. <laughs> How are you, man? It's good to hear your voice. Yeah, yeah, it's good to be here. So we've been doing this for a long time. Um, we went on an unplanned hiatus. No, we didn't break up. No, we didn't plan to. Oh. Um, guys, life gets in the way, you know, and um, look, we're not going to spend a bunch of time on it. And the last thing I'm going to do is promise you that we're going to have another podcast in three days because we haven't had one for three damn yeah. months. <laughs> Why not? You know, the other thing is that you said that perfectly. This untimed hiatus has almost been the perfect hiatus because most Mondays, I really didn't want to talk about the Browns. Uh, and I know most Mondays, if I didn't want to talk about the Browns, the guy that's got a rate about the Browns every day for 365 <laughs> definitely didn't want to have the conversations that were going to have to be had. Um, I couldn't find a perfect way to slide back in and act like we never left. Well, I was just telling Andre, so we're on a brand new computer and hopefully we sound good and I don't screw anything up. And, you know, maybe we did and we, we've done them for not before. You guys know that. <laughs> it's good practice. But there's, there's a new piece of equipment here that required me to then buy my own new piece of equipment to make my current microphone work. And there was debate about this. And then, of course, getting today, we finally thought we had the right hour. So could I remember the password? Could I do all that? And we sat here kind of laughing and telling stories. And it was like, all right, well, we needed this reset. Right. We needed this reset. And here we are. And like only the Cleveland Browns would have a reset 11 games into a season. Yeah. Um, But, you know, this move and we've talked about this move before. uh, It was never made, you know, for this year, for one year. No. Um, You know, in part, I think it was it was pushed by the fact that 30 years ago they cut Bernie and they never have had a quarterback since then. Right. Um, You know, there were a lot of factors that went into it. I think ultimately the owner said we have to do it because let's let's all remember here on this day that that four and seven is being paraded um, that the Browns pursued Deshaun Watson, as we told you they were going to. um, And Deshaun Watson told the Browns, no, thanks, but no thanks. And then the next day, everything changed. So that was on March 18th. And this is November, what, 28th? Yeah, 28th. Yeah. Yeah. So he's finally going to play. Um, if you have a strong feeling about Deshaun Watson, the person, you're welcome to that. And there's nothing that's been written or said by us or anyone else in the last months that are going to change that. You know, I've Dre, I've been around this long enough to know that if the league says he can play and the organization wants to take him on, then, then that's how it is, right? And the league has said that he's done his time. Um, the league has said what he did. And they felt like this was the right punishment. It was negotiated. It was argued about for months. And he's going to start playing for the Cleveland Browns six days from now. Yeah. I mean, Z, at this point, and it's funny. I think I've already seen it. And I think I'm sure you have you have as well. Um, not saying this is the right thing or the wrong thing, but the venom changes as the goalposts move because that's how America works now. Um, and when he was not playing in the foremost of the, you know, I made it, I made a comment to a local sports reporter that does sports on television that he could finally talk about dry rub uh, playing in games now after doing six months of talking about the other stuff. And I say that because it's been a story. Everybody knows the story off the field and it's amazing to me. I'm not, and I'm not saying what's right or wrong or anything else, but it's amazing. Now it was almost as soon as that game was won yesterday, 
I saw so many tweets from different people and I heard so many conversations, even from people, you know, even from friends. They're like, all right, we got through this. Now it's time to get Watson on the field. Of, you know, one of the top five quarterbacks in the, you know, and I'm not, it is what it is. It, it's, it's atrocious though, that this fan base and that the people that cover the team had to cover all the other stuff for so long. And that was none of your fault. That's, you know, there's only that lands in one spot. Um, but it is such a Brown season that, you know, they did not get a turnover in the month of November, October. They barely could do anything. Uh, and then we're going to go into December. And I think it's almost like since what happened in March gets erased because now you're just going to talk about having one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. So we think. Well, yeah. And, and you hit on a couple different things there. I mean, one of the awkward things, obviously, then, you know, outside of the nature of these accusations, right, is that this team has not had a quarterback in that long. And so they finally get one mm-hmm. and you're not celebrating. You know, no one, no one knows him. He has not answered a single football question. It's amazing. Right. Um, you know, he's, he's spoken with the media three or four times. He's been out in the community, you know, a, a limited number of times. I think the Browns envisioned um, some more community projects being a part of this. And I think they were told no mm-hmm. by a few people. Right. Um, why were some of the videos that ended up on social media at the Crusher Stadium in Avon there and not at a height? Because a lot of schools said no, no thanks. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and again, whatever side of this, awkwardness or whatever you think like you know it's going to be on him to do and and maybe as far as as soon as two Sundays from now he's going to throw three touchdowns and people are going to be totally on board right and maybe people who said my kids will never wear the jersey will hold to that and and that's fine right those five people were wearing Nikes and they burnt Nikes up five years ago too most of them did. Yeah, <laughs> like most of them did. I can't um, even. I can't even go ahead. I can't even like get moved by those those types anymore. Yeah. No. I always say, look. Um. You know, I'm glad I have this platform and and others to share my opinion. But whatever it is, it really doesn't count. Like, you know, for for my job, I look forward to next Wednesday mm-hmm. when I can ask Deshaun about the Cincinnati defense. Wait. So you're not going to get? Wait. 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 Is it not planned as we speak right now at three twenty on Monday? Uh, eleven twenty-eight. You guys aren't. You, he's got to talk this week. He's a starting quarterback, right? No, you, no, you, you're not listening. To okay, what I my, said. Bad, my bad. You, it'll be what I'm saying. What I'm, and I didn't say it. Sorry, I, I insinuate it will be another. Just there won't be. You know, yeah, there it'll might be a be shit a show. Game. I'll say it for you. Right. When he talks this week, it'll be a shit show because he hasn't played a game. You're looking forward to next Wednesday when there's an actual game in football that you right. can talk about. Right. I so the so we so it's moved on. Yes. Right. You know. Um. And, and we'll see uh, how how it all goes. Well, you know? how? Let me ask you this. I, and I mean, I mean, I know what seeing practices and everything else. And I do consider it hard to talk a lot of crap sometimes when I'm not. I don't see and know what you see and know. Um, they say he took forty percent of the snaps or whatever part of the snaps. What is a realistic in Zach Jackson's? I've covered the NFL, been around the NFL, a pretty decent amount of time. What is a realistic thing that a fan or I should think at one o'clock on Sunday, what we should expect because expectations, I think are a big thing in life that we all need to figure out that we have not been allowed to watch a practice since August. Right. You know, 20 minutes of individual, which we get two or three times a week does not constitute watching practice. That that basically means you get to see the quarterbacks warm up and then go through a light. Right. You see everybody in an individual drill, right? So you see the quarterbacks more because they don't stretch and run as much as everyone else, but you don't see them do anything other than hand off to air, spin and throw, or yeah. throw through one line. You don't see any competitive, any structure, anything. And, and, and to me, that's going to be the thing. Um, Jerry, we did see him. There were six, I believe, practices open in the spring. 
Um, for the two, first two and a half weeks of camp, he was the number one starter. And then he played in the practices, you know, yeah. beyond beyond that. And, and I think August 14th, the switch was made. Beyond that, we would have had 10-ish practices to observe, right? Um, I don't know the exact number, right? Um, there were times the talent was was obvious, right? Right. There were times it was really ugly. And I can't say, and I don't know that anybody can say, because the answer was probably both. Was it rust or was it just what happens, which we've seen many, many times, when a brand new quarterback is playing with brand new coaches and brand new receivers and, and whatever? You know, the only thing that was different is in a lot of the spring practices, they gave him double the reps, which I don't think I've ever seen yeah. with anyone yeah. here, you know. Uh, but but that was all that was different. D- did I see some plays in some practices that were not like anything I've seen Kevin Stefanski call in a game uh, for three years? Yes. Does that mean, A, that they'll call them this Sunday or B, that they'll work or that he even should? I, I don't know that. Right. Yeah. No so doubt. that that's my expectation is that there will be rust, um, you know, that there will be a, a, a natural period of him not only learning his guys, but he and the play caller getting on the same page and what he wants to do. And, and then there certainly could be to where he hasn't taken a hit. He hasn't really played at full speed. I mean, they tried to force him in the first preseason game. They put yeah. him out there with Anthony Schwartz. He drops a ball. The center gets hurt. The, the place is raining down booze and all sorts yeah. of chances stuff that we wouldn't even repeat. And then he's out in two drives because he shouldn't have been doing it in the first place. Yeah. So. There's a, but yeah, think about all of that, man. That's a lot to take in. And cause like, I, I, like, I want to get into what we really will have to do another one this week. We, we have to, because you just hit on something, the Houston crowd this weekend, somebody said, I think Gerard Cherry said to me, he goes, you think they'll, they'll care in Houston? I was like, number one, that's, that's, that's Texas. That's another world. And football's different there. And I go, and absolutely. In December, when they've got nothing to cheer for, nothing to look forward to in Houston, and they know he's coming to town, this is their homecoming game. They're going to be insane. But that's not even like the main subject I want to talk. I think it's going to be ridiculous what you'll hear and see in Houston on Saturday and Sunday. Um, I, I, the thing is, and I want to get excited in a way, because I want to say something I never thought I was going to say ever on this podcast. This is going to be a first. So everybody take a deep breath. Kevin Stefanski's really lucky that we're doing the podcast today and not last Monday. And that kind of tells you where the NFL and sports are in general, because I'm, I'm going to put it on myself. And I'm hearing it about Ryan Day and all the like, dude, we we all need to take our meter back just a tad. Is Kevin Stefanski the best coach in the NFL? No, not even close. Uh, and I think I've talked to you about what coaching looks like today compared to when we grew up. You know, the uh, there's only so many Bill Belichick's one. There's only so many, like, the coaching, like, I just, like, I was watching the game last night. Like, there's Vrabel. You still got Vrabel, who has a little cower to him. But you got all these young, like, associate, like, guys that we should be, you know, guys that are working. <laughs> like, it's just like these young kids that are coaching now. And the coaching isn't, like, browbeating and beating kids up now. It's like, how can I outsmart you? Uh, and at times that wins. But at times it makes all of us sit in our head and scratch our head. I don't think that we get late leaders like we used to have, but you get guys that can call plays and scheme things up. Stefanski steamed things. He schemed things up pretty well 24 hours ago, Zach. Uh, that was one of the big, you bring up Anthony Schwartz. They finally found a way to, to get him to catch a ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, they gave Chubb, and you said this so well in your, in your article because there's so many dumb people that get paid to speak on the radio. And they don't get paid a lot, trust me. <laughs> I, I've seen their checks or heard about what they get paid. But they did, oh, you got to give him 20, 20 times. There is a way to give Nick Chubb 20 carries to get a victory. And it was done very well yesterday. And I don't know what happened defensively, 
<laughs> as I heard somebody say, they just did their jobs. But the mm-hmm. defense was – like, I, I take all of that into account that this could be the biggest step in Kevin Stefanski's coaching life, in my opinion, because going forward now, if he can truly build – and I don't, I'm not putting wins and losses on this, but if he can build an offense that fits what you have in Watson – I think that quiets down the the you know the bullies in the back of the back of the church a little bit. Yeah, you know, I, I could go on for an hour about Stefanski, and and the truth is whether I'm right or wrong, or I went on for one minute or one day, the the real evaluation starts this Sunday, right? Yes, yes. But we saw the Browns win a game where they displayed some guts and some perseverance, and that's low bar stuff. Yeah, right. But like, no one's ever asked Stefanski to go fifteen and two. We've asked the Browns to find a way to win a game that they could have gone either way, and they haven't done a lot of that. They no. did yesterday. Well, right? yeah, and, and I'll ask this. What head coach in this day and age could have dealt with all the crap that he's been? And I'm not a Kevin Stefanski. You're like, you know I'm not. I'm not a lover. I'm just, I'm just trying to be down the center. Well, listen, when you're a head coach of the Browns, you're a firefighter, and you got one fucking protective suit and one hose, and there's nine fires going on at all Bang. times. But yeah. do you sign up for that? Right. right? Um, you, you sign up for that. So – Hey, should the Browns be better than four and seven? Yes. Everybody in the world thinks that and knows that, right? Um, Are there reasons including, but also outside of the head coach that they're not? Yes. Is one of them that the talent as a whole on this roster was grossly overrated by a lot of people? Yes. Um, This roster is not real well constructed, guys. No, it's It's not. And, you know, barring this six games going exceptionally well, um, there's still going to be some uncomfortable conversations between the owner and, and the head coach and, and and the people who pick the players because they've not done it doesn't a good match. enough job. They've no. not done an awful job, but they've no. not done a good enough. Job. And it all doesn't match. And they do, and they've got and look right. What you it doesn't just said match. is it, what you just said isn't bad. I think in any relationship, in any team, yes. at the end of years, wherever else, you do need to have those conversations. Like, all right, what went really well for us? What hasn't? And it's pretty blatant in their faces. And I'm not saying they tried to. Like, it's hard. The league, like, look at how Philadelphia's put their roster together. Look at how, you know, like, when you look at all the, like, what Miami has done, I think you got to take a look at how everybody, because it, it happens differently, the Jets. But I think when you look at the Browns, obviously interior defense linebackers, there's certain things that they need to do a little bit differently. And also, it feels like, we don't see the Eagles play every day, but it feels like their player development and their ability to say we didn't do a good enough job here, so we have to do better, yeah. is a lot different than what's going on here. And I think you just said, it. and you got to because you got to be honest with yourself. And to be honest with yourself, you have to feel like you have some stability to be honest. And and so many times when there's 18 fires going on in Berea, it's hard to be honest when you're worried about somebody back, back taking out yeah. your knees. Hey, speaking of fires, um, our longtime sponsor and friend is American Fireworks in Hudson. Um, we have obviously not collected a check from them for a while because we haven't done a podcast in a while and i would love to take their free stuff and i would love to take their money they're not and we hope that they're going to be a sponsor of ours and they've been great to us um on and off the radio um you know in person for for dre and we've dropped them off christmas presents and they have written us checks a few times um it is christmas season they're awesome people they're cleveland sports fans just like you and i think they want to be supporters of, of a to z so hopefully um, that will continue, and we will support them even if they don't. I just wanted to say that we didn't say that we dove right into this. Because uh, Dre, I got to be honest with you. Like when when we were texting earlier, and I was like, okay, let's get together this afternoon, let's do it. I was mostly working when I wasn't cussing at this computer, but in the five minutes that I kind of started to construct some thoughts, I'm like, 
okay, outside of Watson, where what are we going to talk about? Where can we go? And I have ideas, and, and maybe we'll get yeah. there. But like this is this is the story, right? And yeah. and the Browns have had a knack for doing this before. Um, I think what's different, I, I like there is a real chance this works, right? And and I'll just say, I long before the accusations, I said the Browns should do this. You did. Um, you were one of the guys, first ones to say it. You were. know the, the the quarterback that they had was not good, and now everybody knows that, right? So I got one right. Big deal. Except, here, here except I him. <laughs> that and three dollars, and I can get a chicken sandwich, and you know, email American Fireworks, <laughs> whatever, right? Um. So, so the ceiling on this move is high. My point of contention was, of course, you're going to pursue Deshaun Watson. Of course, you should pursue Deshaun Watson because you need to be in the quarterback business. But I just wondered where this organization was in terms of taking this all on, having an honest evaluation of where they were, where they've been, where they want to go. And I just have never felt a unified front. And I've just never felt like there was the strength, unity, maturity throughout this organization to do this. So we'll see. We're, we may or may not get that answer in six weeks. We may no. or may not get that answer in 12 months. No. But this is the big worry. I mean, he's going to play six games, guys, and you're going to turn him loose for the offseason. Woo! <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the reality. <laughs> right? And, and he might never get in trouble again. And he, he can't. Well, you would hope not. I would but, hope not, but... Given two hundred and fifty million dollars, don't make less of a less of a. That's right. We've, <laughs> we've spent some wisdom here. Look, I uh, even know how to edit myself nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, 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 like I said, it's a blank slate. As awkward as it is, and it's been for on on, on every level. Some of that's going to linger, and the social media part's going to live. Because even when it's not in Houston and even when it's not the first game back, right. people are going to chant stuff in the stadium. People are going to bring stands to the stadium. And more importantly, people are going to film themselves and try to make themselves famous uh, for this stuff. Because it's what they do. So you're going to deal with that all the time. But you know what? Yes. I'm glad you said it that way. And that doesn't go any differently. Uh, but your cousin did something that we, that every college team, if they're smart, should have up on, on their board tomorrow. And your brother should have it up as well. Um, you know, the quarterback over in Baltimore. I don't even get mad at these guys anymore because it's just like, like I guess it's because of the, being a parent, you just kind of expect stupidity from kids at times. And as Romeo Cornell once told us, kids will be kids. And, and when I see LeVar Jackson sitting on that plane, pissed off because they just lost at Jacksonville. And I get it. Jacksonville's in Florida, but it's really Alabama. Um, I, I wouldn't be that happy either. And I'd be pissed off too. And, I, and I've had to learn to stay out your mentions. It doesn't help you, son. Right. Um, and he reacted probably after 5,000 assholes had to make their point about what he deserves or doesn't deserve. And he went the childish way and he said something back. And I'm sure he felt good when he said something back, because I'll even admit when I saw the post and back and forth, I sent it to a group text and I was saying that he means this shit. <laughs> and I didn't even think about, man, you can't be saying that as a quarterback of an NFL team. And. It's what happens when the maturity is not always in the room. And the Baltimore Ravens have always done a great job of taking guys that are right on the line and, and, and keeping them on that line. And once they go too far, as long as they hide the white suit, they can play. But if not, they got to go. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a bad look. Look, right. It's a bad look. It's a part of it. And, and Lamar's got to be better than that. Yeah. Right. Um, it, it's. I don't think I've done one recently where I've talked to a team or, or a group, but yeah, that's the thing. Delete it. 
Delete it. Right. I mean, the shit's not new. Right. right? Hit, I, mute, you know, hit mute on it. Please. The first one I ever thought about, you know, Brian Hoyer. I was in a total non-professional setting with him. Uh-huh. I don't even know that he knew. It didn't matter. But we were talking about life, not about football. Me, him, and one other person. And he goes, I deleted Twitter. It's not worth it. He just, he said, he goes, people are stupid and they're going to turn me stupid firing back. So I just deleted it. It's stupid. He turn goes, me stupid. Wow. Yeah. He goes, if I need it, I can put it back on or I can tell my wife or my agent, put it back on and do it. He goes, I, I'm not subjecting myself to it. And this was in 2014 yeah. or before probably. Yeah. 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 It makes sense though. Yeah. Oh, sure does. It makes, I mean, we know it. And like, I've, I've, I've had to learn it on such a smaller scale. As have you. I've seen the crap that comes at you. I, like, I've learned just like it ain't worth And you know what? If you haven't noticed, I don't even tweet during Browns games. I blocked I, someone today. <laughs> what, for what? Because I sent a tweet. Uh, I'll say which one. Stefanski said great specialty. And the, and the special teams was better yesterday outside yeah, of that, that kick, right? Right. But I said book that mark for later because I felt like he was saying that as a way of getting ready to justify keeping his friend. Right, mm. which there's years of doing that. Hey, hey and that's someone, part of the game. Yeah, part of the game. Well, someone sent me a five sentence explanation on I can book you can bookmark what you want, but this, 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 and this, and this is why people hate the media. And I just uh, thought, you know what? I don't need lectured by you, right. by anyone, but especially by you. So and, that was that. Yeah, and five years ago, I would have went back and forth with that idiot. Yes, I would have done it, and then you would have done yes, it, and somebody yes, else would have done yes. it, and I would have done it again. And it just ain't worth it. And I, I, I'm sad it's taken me this long to figure it out. I'll admit it. I'm not perfect because, but it just ain't worth it. Yeah. And there are times during the Browns games I go to tweet stuff, and I'm just like, and I'll be honest, the, the last other day, we- the <laughs> other day I sent the greatest tweet of my top five tweet of my life. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> It got very little reaction. Good. I was I was just trying to make my dig and get out, right? But there are times, and I've realized this over the last three, four weeks, and not a maturity thing, but getting ready for Watson thing. Mm-hmm. Number of people throughout different layers of the world who read my tweets. Yes. So yeah. they yeah. miss what I'm trying to say is they <laughs> miss the one that's the greatest one where I'm patting myself on the yes. back. And texting with somebody that I've seen twice in 10 years, victory lapping. <laughs> victory lapping. But yeah. they see the one where I stupidly take 25 seconds out of my day and start going back and forth with some anonymous idiot in West. Right. Right. So who's the idiot there? Me. Me. Yes. And we both do it. And like certain, it's like, ah, oh, I know. Thank you. I'm so glad. But as I'm get, as you pat yourself on the back, and you know, I can barely get there with my arms. Um, I got to bring you down too, though. You were right about the six, the number six. You, Pat, you called up Watson coming to Cleveland or something they should go for. You really did do that three, four years before, two years before it even happened. Um, I think you with very many others should take a second and apologize to Jacoby Brissett. Yes, yes. Um, he was he was dealt a, a tough hand. He is not perfect, but he was a pro's pro. And you know what? Of all the answers – and if you really go back and listen, he he didn't give many answers. Um, he's got a very cutting, straightforward, dry sense of humor. Smart, smart guy, which is obvious the first right. time I ever talked to him. But yes, Jacoby Brissett balled out. He played. He took his previous standard and those of our our standards for him. He played above it. He handled it. He never got drug into the mud. Right. Yeah. Um, he threw the ball where it was supposed to go, and he got a great send off. I mean. They score on fourth down yesterday, right? After not scoring for eight straight possessions. 
And then the big play in overtime is on third down the second time they had the ball. That's right. that's sticking right. with it, right? So it's not just this fairy tale where he goes and go up and crack jokes and quote Tom Brady. It's right. like the definition of sticking with it to the very end of your last game. Yeah. So, yes, I absolutely was wrong about Jacoby Brissett. And after the season, um, you know, I don't know what which firings I'll be writing about and not, but at some point in January, I will absolutely be writing a letter of recommendation to the next team to take on Jacoby Brissett. There is yeah. no doubt about it. He deserves it. The other thing I will say, and everybody jumps on this comment, and the comment really wasn't – it wasn't us trying to pinpoint something. We were just being honest, talking how our parents talked to us. He's probably the best adult or biggest adult they've had in that room since the guy you said that got rid of his Twitter account. Yeah. And it's amazing just being a, an adult, being a mature human being, uh, the effect it can have upon a room that's not had it for so long. And there's many reasons why – that quarterback room is just lacked just maturity in so many ways. And usually not the point well, you have the fault. most. Yeah. Well, you, you of that, you have the most egregious example of all time of Johnny Manziel, who yeah. just didn't put forth one ounce of effort, but yes, no, you grow into that job. Right. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the last guy had, had, he just wasn't going to grow anymore. I, I don't, that's not a short joke. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you, you grow into that job of taking on those hours, that responsibility, that knowledge, that, hey, I, I had an outburst, and it's stupid, and people forget about it, but I can't do that. Hey, you yes. know, we worked on this play all week, and I missed it, or I didn't speak up to get a call, right? All of those things, it, it falls on you. When you're a head coach and a quarterback in this league, you get the ultimate cliche, right? Too much credit, too much blame. Yes, but sir. you're getting all of it, and you got to learn to embrace it. One way or the other, you have to. Yes. And he never made it about himself. You know, there's some pride in him and wanting to prove it. he like he was an adult. And I think in any of our lives, we can take away something he did because he know. And the other thing is he stays in his lane. Like he knows what his ability is. He knows what his ability is. And, and, and like, let's not run with, you know, what kind of contract he'll get next year. And can he start possibly, but you need the right situation and you need him. Well, he is the right person. Um, I, I just like it because we've seen so many others. Like I made the joke a couple of weeks ago about the other backup quarterback, the little short guy from Missouri that's made about $40 million and never played. Daniel. Uh, Chase Daniel. Chase yeah. Daniel. He was, and, and who is the other one I, I saw? The, oh, and, and Colt McCoy. Um, you know, we make fun of those guys, but you need those guys, right? You, you, you absolutely sure. need those guys. And uh, kudos to what he preset did. But the only thing I'll say what Jacoby could have done, he may have helped this head coach understand how to run his offense better because as bad as some of the things have been and look, the jury's still out on, I don't care about him calling plays, but if you're going to call plays and this could go to a Ryan day conversation as well, in my mind, if you're going to call plays, you absolutely in my mind need another strong, um, you need another strong force coaching with you when it comes to timeouts, when it comes to defensive calls, when it comes to special teams, you get what I'm saying. You don't have to, you don't have to neuter the head coach if he wants to call plays, but he needs another true assistant head coach. Yes. And in his third year, they should have, they should be better with that. Not, not slipping in in many areas, right? Like guys, I've said and written this a million times. This is the first time since Romeo and Derek Anderson, right? Um, that this this team has had the continuity of a third year of keeping guys in place. So that is supposed to lead to better things, cleaner game day operation, better special teams, better depth when you lose a guy here and there, right? And we're not talking about losing Miles Garrett or Amari Cooper. We're talking about losing Anthony Walker, 
Right. You're going to lose those guys. You're going to sure. lose seven to 10 guys a year to a couple offensive linemen, a couple defensive linemen are going to get hurt. Why? They're in the trenches. Yes. And that's where the games are won or lost. There you is no have to have depth. You got to have depth in the lines. That's one of the things the Philadelphia Eagles have started with. I'm just using that example. And I'll take you full circle on something else. It's why the Michigan Wolverines have driven it down the throats of the Ohio State Buckeyes two years in a row. We can talk about a million other things, but Harbaugh knows exactly what Michigan and Ohio State is built upon. Their offensive lines, I don't care how many five stars, 15 mm-hmm. stars, how many Hummers you got, how many millions of dollars you get in the NIL, they outcoached Ryan Day on one simple thing. Yes. They better learn to win a championship as Ohio State. Alabama's got it. Georgia's got it. Uh, you look at all those stuff. Michigan's got it. Their interior offensive defensive lines cannot be messed with. Yeah. Listen up, nerds. It is about collecting talent. It is. It is. Like a lot of football games, the best team wins. A lot of jump balls, a lot of third and ones. The the bigger, faster, stronger dudes win. Right. But as you chase championships, as you try to build an organization, it's a lot more than that. It's about being hard to play. It's about knowing what you have and excelling in those areas, building for your strengths, building around your strengths, accentuating your strengths. That's what Michigan has done, right? Michigan plays Georgia again, Dre. It'll be 40 fucking points again. Easy. My words. Kill them. (laughs) Kill them. But you know what? I bet Georgia doesn't put seven in the box and put their and put and go zero coverage on third, nine, 70 yards away under two minutes. Oh my God. I bet Georgia won't punt on fourth and four either. Ooh, that's an that told me a lot too. Ari Wasserman, shout out to your article because he said it so well. When you've been hired and been made out to be this offensive guru and Mr. I go for it on fourth down, and you got supposedly the Heisman Trophy quarterback. Right. And number 18. Yes, and number 18. Number 18 has a case to be one of the top three wide receivers walking this planet. He's a sophomore in college. Yes. And you don't go for it. What did that say to that team, Zach? What did it say to a bait? They, yep. ne- they were never the same when they punted. No. They, were, they punted that ball and the game was over. Um, we don't have much time. No. <laughs> Let me say this. A lot of you guys have messaged me about the podcast, and I've mostly ignored them, not because I hate you, just because I was going to let it speak for itself. And 90% of those messages were nice, and I appreciate it, and I will respond. And you guys know that I've tried to be good at that. One of them was the same guy sending the same message two or three times. And after I didn't respond, he said, I can't wait for another podcast. But guess what? You'll probably have something else to do after 25 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) So fuck off, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Azub. (laughs) I don't know your name and I'm not going to give you the pride of me taking uh, looking it up right now. But fuck you. I hope everybody else has a happy holiday except you. Me too. Let me guys say this. We, we do got to get back to this. And that was great. Um, as Zach said earlier, life is life, man. And we can't control it. And unfortunately, we aren't the same idiots that started this podcast a decade ago or however long we've been messing around. It's been over 15 years. It's coming to a decade. It's coming yeah, to a decade. It really yeah. is. Um, I'm, in all seriousness, are you good in life and enjoying life? Because it's a yes. little different for you nowadays. It is. It is. And, and I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah, honestly, guys, there's a lot of times it's Dre worked at night and I worked during the day. Yep. And in Berea in the season, it's a lot and there's nowhere to pod from there. And at night, 
We've got kids. We got yeah. stuff going on. So we and got, I mean, yeah. yeah. And he, when he texts half the time, it's like, I'm do, I got to go do something. I mean, my dude, the, one of the reasons why I don't tweet during games, really over the last few weeks, I, I've told myself to stop anyway, just because I can't go back and forth with people anymore. Like, it's not, it's not healthy. It's not good for me. Yeah. But the other reason is AJ loves football and loves watching. So if I get a, if, I, if my eight-year-old dude wants to sit there and watch football with me and ask me a million questions that drive me crazy, that's better than dealing with the assholes that tweet at me. And and, I, and Zach, it's amazing how many times one of us texts the other and one of us is like, got, got to pick up somebody for practice. Got to go to yeah. practice. Got to do this. Oh, yeah. We got yeah. seventh grade basketball starting tomorrow, buddy. Ooh, I mean, it, if you ask around these dads, we got the most dynamic team of white seventh grade basketball players you have ever seen. Yeah. I'm going to come in with the Cinderwolf family. We are I'm coming. I mean, we are coming for world championships. The NBA is going to rewrite the rules just based off this seventh grade <laughs> team. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's so much more we're going to get to uh, at some point in time. Like, I, I like I haven't. <laughs> did they arrest the person that did the, the turf, the football field in Cleveland? I heard differing things, so I, I don't know. Uh, which makes, I'm which curious, makes it sound, we, which makes it sound like an inside job. And it's great. We've both been in that stadium for yes. pro- mostly professional reasons. And we've been to places in that stadium that a lot of people wouldn't know exist. And every single one of them has secured doors, multiple cameras, the whole deal. Bingo. If you Bingo. did that, I don't know how you get out. Bingo. There's cameras everywhere, but there are certain people that have gotten there before, so it doesn't shock me. Oh, yeah. I got a story that I'm going to get to. Yeah. Um, and I want to talk about Ryan Day and Ohio State and where, and, and, and frankly, it leaks back into what we were just talking about, um, expectations and all that. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to sit on it for a couple of days. I don't think my, my feeling is going to change. Um, when you only have two and a half games a year, you have to win them. Yeah, that's a great point. And it's not fair, uh, but right. it is what but it is. But it's what you sign up for. But, you so. know, and I told him on KNR, something else that Zach, I'm sure, wants to tell, make fun of me for, as he should. Talked um, a lot of shit, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm, I'm matured. <laughs> that's what the checks say. Um, <laughs> God, you made me forget what I was going to say. <laughs> All right, well, this timer says we got two and a half minutes. All right. All right. It's been good to get back with you guys. I miss yeah. you guys. We miss you. We appreciate you. We're not going nowhere. We're still here. Um, you know what, though? I know what I was going to say. Man, we grew up on John Cooper. Stop all this fire Ryan Day after two or three years. Zach is right. He is graded on two games. Fair? No, but that's the game. Yeah. They 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 have put themselves in their own ecosystem, you know, and we're going to talk about that. Um, the Browns don't live in the one they used to live in. But, Dre, this is about to be five straight years of third place. Yeah, that's better than four and it is. It's better than five and eleven, but it still feels like five and eleven. Once they get past all the embarrassing shit and just live and just play. but I guess as I'm saying that, I'm thinking about the Raiders. I'm thinking about all the teams that struggle. Like think about what Denver's going through. Carolina's playing well. Carolina's in a weird situation. They're playing way better all of a sudden for a guy that probably won't be the head coach. Right. They can't buy into that, can they? No. Um so we we've lived this, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, it's hard. It really is. Um, I, that's going to be an interesting one. We know they're going to have a new quarterback. They probably are going to have a new coach, too. All right, we'll get, guys, we're on a brand-new computer. We're on a timer here. <laughs> uh, to the person that predicted that, God bless you. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you soon. This has been A to Z.